Well, as I said, AFL is back and four interstate teams are heading our way. It's the news that fans and the city had been waiting for with the potential tourist benefits that the teams will bring. The CEO, Gillian McLaughlin, made the announcement a short time ago that the season would restart on June 11. The plan will see four interstate AFL teams, including the West Coast Eagles, Fremantle Dockers, Port Adelaide and the Adelaide Crows, uh, set up shop here on the Gold Coast, creating a quarantine hub for training and to play games. Mark Evans is the CEO of the Gold Coast Suns. Good afternoon, Mark. Yeah, good afternoon. Wonderful news that football's going to restart, but um, even better for Gold Coast, isn't it, to have a little bit more colour and excitement uh, to come our way. It's a double whammy. So let's first talk about the resumption of the season. How are you feeling about June 11 being the start date? Well, we've probably thought for a while that it would be mid to late June, so we've been planning every possible scenario and uh, pleased now that we finally have a date. Return to training next week. And then uh, really we'll ramp it up in the last two weeks before those games to try and get in as much contact training as we can and then uh, see what happens, see if we can't get uh, our teeth into this season. Okay, so that's the plans for the Suns. But let's talk about the quarantine hub. How do you feel about the idea of four interstate clubs moving in? Well, we worked very hard with the AFL early days thinking that that would be the way that the season would restart. So we were actually planning to see whether we could bring 10 teams here initially. So we're well planned in terms of how we would support that in uh, in terms of training venues and matches to be played at Metricon Stadium and the beautiful surface that is. Uh, So we convinced the AFL that that would be a good place to to host lots of matches. And then, of course, there'll be a couple of resorts that uh, will house the the two teams or the four teams for accommodation, uh, maybe even some of their families as well. Didn't quite catch that, Mike. Your line dropped out. Uh, read the accommodation. Could you just spell that out again for us? Yeah, I was just saying that um, uh, at least a couple of resorts will now house these four teams, and uh, that's players and staff, and possibly even some of their families. That will be for uh, a six-week period or a five-week period initially, and then it could even extend further. Okay. Do we know those resorts? Um, do we know the results of what? The sorry. Resorts. The, the resorts oh, they'll be staying at. Can we name them? Well, I know them, but I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to name them. But uh, put oh, it, put on, it this way, there are a couple that are quite close to Metricon Stadium. Uh, Royal Pines is just around the corner, and the Mercure Resort at Palm Meadows is also just around the corner. I would have thought they'd make very good options. All right. Well, we can put the dots together and work that out. Thank you for that detail. Okay. So that's the, the accommodation side of it. Huge boost then for those resorts uh, and for the neighbouring cafes and all, all the rest of uh, the places that these players will uh, no doubt frequent while they uh, are here. Uh, in terms of then the training, you said, uh, you know, the, the training and then the game playing. I guess people can't quite get their head around how this is going to work. How exactly will it work? Uh, well, I would expect that those four teams will play most of their games in southeast Queensland. So that could be against Brisbane at the Gabba, us at Metricon Stadium, or to play each other at Metricon Stadium. If they end up being here for more than a month, it would also see other teams flying up from New South Wales and Queensland. Now, from my point of view, it's not uh, they're not bringing fans with them at the moment. But what we're telling the world is that uh, remember what Gold Coast is like during winter. And uh, when you're able to travel again, why wouldn't you come up this way and enjoy our weather and our resorts and our wonderful facilities? Your club owns the stadium at Carrara. You spoke of the great surface, but how many games a week could it host and how will it hold up with so many games being played there? It will be okay. Normally we hold two matches per week with the the NEFL team and the AFL team. 
Uh, I would think in the early phases it will end up having three to four games per week and it will cope very well with that. Uh, when we were originally looking at having more teams here, those t- those matches would have been shared between Metricon Stadium and the Gabba. But uh, most of them now, I think, would, would land at Metricon Stadium, which is terrific for, for Gold Coast. Is there any financial incentive in this for the Suns or is it just about helping the game out? No great financial incentive. I think we get to partner the community and deliver some benefit. And um, ultimately, I would like to use this opportunity while we have four clubs here to promote the Gold Coast and travel to Gold Coast matches and things like that for the future. So I don't think we can dismiss that. The second thing for me is it, it turns the AFL spotlight so forcefully onto southeast Queensland, and I think that can be good for participation in local clubs and uh, a reminder of, of all of the good things about the code. It is 12 past three on ABC Gold Coast, and I'm speaking with Mark Evans. He's the CEO of the Gold Coast Suns. Exciting news today. The AFL season will restart on June 11, and in wider and more exciting news for the rest of the Gold Coast, who aren't even AFL fans, we're going to have four teams heading our way, two from WA, two from SA, to set up shop here on the Gold Coast, creating a quarantine hub for training and to play games. We've covered off on accommodation, so where these teams will stay. We've covered off on where they'll play their games. Where will they train? Will you let them use your training facilities or will they have to find other fields? We're in discussions with them now and uh, some of them would like better control over their own schedule. So they've found a, a, a possible option would be Southport Sharks and the possible ability would be Bond University. And I think between that and our three ovals, we'd have enough space for, for teams to train. And we'll start working through those logistics next week. One thing you might be interested to know is that the initial phase of the quarantine hub will be quite restrictive on what the players can and can't do. So they will have to base themselves at the resort. Uh, They're free to move about within the entirety of the resort, but at the early stages, at the very least, they, they won't be heading down to the local cafes and things like that until they've been given medical approval for those things. Yeah, okay. I mean, of course, we're saying that's the benefit of them being here. But as you're saying, initially, that won't be happening, though. But there is the potential for that to happen further down the track. I think so. The AFL's protocols are quite stringent. Even even Gold Coast Suns players in this initial phase, no one wants to um, to spread any illness, whether it's the, the flu or, or COVID-19. And to make sure that our players are protected from that as much as possible, we will even be reducing the number of staff who come into contact with those players. And we'll be asking for them to be extra vigilant um, when they're doing their essential things outside of their home and not to um, take on extra risk, which might mean that someone gets a a virus-like symptom that then causes them to be shut down. Okay. When you're saying the initial phase, just again, remind us, what are you talking about there in terms of time? Well, the first uh, two weeks that the South Australian teams will be here, will be pretty much a strong quarantine. They'll be allowed out of that resort to come to training sessions, but they they kept with inside the bubble. Uh, And then there are some reasonable restrictions after that. We don't just want them um, freely mixing, uh, even if if we've released quite a few restrictions with inside of normal society, all AFL players across the country will be required to have far stricter regimes than that to make sure that we minimise the risk. Okay. You talked about families coming up, though, as well. I mean, that complicates things. Are you expecting families would then also be following those strict quarantine, or are they exempt, or what would that look like then, Mark? No, they would also need to adhere to that, and um, because it is about... uh, I suppose if the families are going to come from WA or SA, then it might be for just a period of time, but when they're here, 
inside of that resort, they would then need to keep within there to observe the, all the quarantine regulations. Okay. I mentioned training resumes Monday, then full contact training as of May 25. How soon will the WA and SA teams arrive on the Gold Coast? Uh, it's interesting because the different jurisdictions have different um, protocols. Now, at the moment, South Australia won't be allowed to resume full training and contact training until mid-June. So they're going to come quite quickly. I think they'll come here by next weekend, ready right. for training on the 25th of May. Uh, the West Australian clubs are allowed to do that inside of their own state, so I think they will come just in time for their first match early, early to mid-June. Okay, early to mid-June, WA teams, SA teams you think could be here as soon as uh, next weekend, uh, ready for May 25. Okay. Uh, uh, going forward then, you mentioned the precautions and, and the quarantine, the strict quarantining. But talking then about COVID-19 testing, the AFL has required every player to be tested for COVID-19 uh, by the end of this week. Have all the Gold Coast Suns players been tested yet? Yes, we had a... a a service out at our club on uh, Wednesday where every player and every staff member who will come into contact with players all had to be tested. Uh, those tests have all come back clear. They get turned around within inside of 24 hours. That will happen twice a week for all of those people, all players and all staff who contact players. And um, uh, so that particularly if there is something to be concerned about, you can shut that, uh, that group down very, very quickly. Okay. And then going forward, what testing requirements will be in place? as the season then moves on, or well, training moves on, and then the season starts again? Every single day there is a check from uh, the medical officers of the club, a temperature check and a visual check and a reporting of any symptom, whether it's a runny nose, all of those sorts of things. And twice a week there'll be COVID-19 testing. Uh, all of that testing is provided for by the AFL. It's not paid for out of the, the public's uh, purse. And uh, all of the laboratory testing and all of the the uh, results and things like that are all covered by the AFL. Okay. All right. Lots to get our heads around. It's exciting times, Mark. And, and finally, who will you be playing? When's the fixture? When, when's that going to be announced? They'll announce the fixture next week, I think, and their intention is to announce just the first four rounds. Um, they understand that things have moved very quickly in Australia and, and they just want to have some flexibility that uh, every four weeks they can assess what's happening around the country. Uh, do other teams need to come up into the hub or are there some easing of restrictions which might allow a team to go to their home state? So okay. they'll watch that every month. All right, so that's an option that actually it may even expand beyond the four teams coming here. Well, if, if for example, the, these four teams were here longer than the first month, it certainly would see more uh, Victorian and New South Wales teams coming up to play. So it could actually be quite a good financial boon if they were here for... Uh, for, for a two- or three-month period. Yeah, OK. Got to look for silver linings, hey? Uh, this could be one of them for the Gold Coast. Uh, thank you, Mark, for joining me. I look forward to speaking with you as this all gets up and running and we head towards June 11, the restart of the AFL season. Thanks, Mark.